Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking supplements and things like that. I stay away from medicine and drugs and, you know, all the stuff that the doctors and pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. I just don't like it. And I've all the supplements that I've been taking throughout the years, and they're, they were good. They're more on the high end, but nothing compares to the balance of nature, just not even close. Well, because I've been running up this hill for 50 years, when I take something different, I can tell the difference in how I feel running because it's the same path I've run for 50 years, the half a mile uphill, and I'm really pumping when I get to the top, and I can tell the difference if I've had the balance of nature's fruits and veggies or if I haven't. Start your journey. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code Kate. The mainstream media, because someone has to be in charge of selective outrage in this country. The Kate Daly Show starts now. together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And um... America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot, excuse me, repeat the line. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's about that crazy. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And uh, so glad to get this show uh, rolling today, the national show. And uh, thank you for joining us because I have a great guest, and I know that you think so too. I've gotten a lot of great emails about uh, George Webb. And of course, a reporter, uh, I would say reporter at large, even though that, that phrase sounds so you know, in the Wayback Machine, but he's on the ground. He's on the ground consistently in all of the places we're talking about. So I cannot wait to get sort of a a synopsis of what is happening, what he's seeing and what he's reporting on. He's doing just such a great job. And uh, by the way, uh, author as well. So uh, tell us a little bit. uh, Welcome to the show, of course, uh, George Webb. And tell us a little bit about your latest book. Well, um, in the process of republishing a whole bunch of books and updating Excellent. them, uh, Excellent. I've got, I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten nailed by Amazon about two years ago mm. after selling about eighteen thousand books, wow. uh, and I was going great. And so I'm republishing with a gentleman by the name of Addy Ads, a young, uh, up-and-coming mm-hmm. uh, investigative journalist. Uh, so we've got three new books out. They're republished older books, but they're all updated, new illustrations. Mm-hmm. They're all out on Am- Amazon.com. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Uh, between the devil and DC and the DC, the DNC. Uh, well, uh, I give a lot of stuff away for free. So my three new ones that are out there are mm-hmm. citizen journalism. Okay. Uh, and, uh, the next one is called, uh, she wears no yellow badge. It's about Sibel Edmonds, a FBI whistleblower. First one's about citizen journalism. Of course. I've had Sibel um, on the show several times. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's been great. Yeah, we uh, so we didn't t- do her Gladio operation, Gladio stuff that she does, and we didn't do her FBI whistleblowing thing and winning the case and mm-hmm. classified woman and all that stuff. Addie and I did more her being really the first and only Joan of Arc type character in Florida against vaccine badges yeah. when that just wasn't heard about. Right. And and then she swung DeSantis. So before mm-hmm. DeSantis got on the vaccine train, she was the one who kind of swung her. She doesn't talk about it much because, right. you know, her husband was sick and then died. And it's oh. been a very tragic situation with her personally. But um, that's that's that book. And we're retelling that story because it's worth retelling what one person can do to shift the tide. Wonderful. And then the third book is called Rock Island Virus. It's about another Joan of Arc type character. I, Love I seem it. to be stuck. On Fantastic, though. I think it's great. Yeah. And she is a, an ex-cop who turned researcher, came to Washington, D.C. to clean up the mess and um, unfortunately died in 2018. But she made a, a heck of a mark before she left. It, and this is her story about 
hey, they're going to do use bioagents to do a lockdown in America as a live exercise, and that's going to be the precursor to an even bigger uh, real um, bioagent release, um, and and that's my next book. So the first book is wow. about the live exercise. So there you go. That's and a what's, lot of what's her name? What's her name? Uh, Jenny Moore was her name, mm. and I gave her the uh, nickname of Task Force because she was a task force. Oh. Uh, she really was a juggernaut going through, uh, going to Congress every day. We walk into Congress, even she, though she had a bad back, walking every day, Jeez. uh, knocking on doors, sitting in Devin Nunez's office, sitting in Jim Jordan's office, uh, going to try to find the elusive of wands that were getting $160,000 mm-hmm. a year and never coming to work. Sure. Five of those guys. And so she was a really dogged investigator that I really enjoyed working with every day. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry to see her go. Um, I'm glad you're highlighting these women and Sibel Edmonds. Uh, she's been fantastic. So I loved having her on my show multiple times. So uh, good for you. Uh, there, there's so much happening right now. Uh, tell me about Harpa. Yeah, well, it's DARPA. Um, you know, all the mm-hmm. things that DARPA sells itself on, which right. is, hey, we gave you the Internet. We gave you GPS. We gave you all these conveniences. Uh, but they also, uh, there's a darker agenda with smart cities and strong cities. And now they're getting into, hey, let's create. Sometimes we need to kind of create excitement uh, in the world through these live exercises. Um, let's just do a like a, a live exercise for coronavirus, let's say. Hmm. Uh, so this, this BARDA uh, is supposed to be defending ourselves against bioterrorism threats sometimes think the best uh, sometimes they think the best way to do their job is to release an attenuated pathogen and spread it worldwide in order to get everybody ready and get away from egg based vaccines and get over to mRNA platform mm-hmm. and then now HARPA is the uh, profit taking that's coming from all this move from the egg based vaccines uh, to this new world of digital uh, CRISPR digital uh, mRNA vaccines that you can beam over satellites and so forth. So HARPA was announced on the 12th of September by Joe Biden. Uh, they've kind of tied it into this moonshot for cancer idea. Uh, They're talking about, uh, you know, using this to uh, basically make a lot of things. You know, you've seen the cultured right. meat with, with the impossible burger uh, where we're going to create artificial heme and so yeah. forth in the burger. Crickets, the uh, whole nine yards. And that was the That's recent all. executive order by uh, mm-hmm. Biden. Well, now this is the follow on for, hey, uh, we make insulin with bacteria. Mm-hmm. What other things could we make with bacteria? or something that rapidly divides like bacteria. So that's what HARPA is. And it's not nonprofit. It's public money for the research, but then it spins off companies that are for profit. And that's the, that's the peril here. That's the economic, uh, the hazard. That's the moral hazard here for all these government employees, because they can then go work for the spinoffs once they see something that's hot, that the, that the public develops. Is this the Suzanne uh, Wright foundation initiative? Harpa, the yes. patient, the Susan patients, their, their, uh, thing is the patients are waiting. Ooh. And then we, there's more than 9,000 known diseases yet. We only have treatments for 500 of them. Sounds fun. Yeah. 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 Th- wow. This the idea here is to say that there's all these underserved populations that mm-hmm. don't have enough population to justify, uh, drug discovery. And I've worked with drug discovery for a long time and I agree that that's part of the problem, but this is not what the people have done with the technology. They've run out and created uh, live exercises to uh, enrich themselves at places like Moderna. They've encouraged people to use this technology like Pfizer, and now they're turning around and suing them after the the live exercise is over. So if it was administrated and this first one would have went without people stuffing the money into their pockets in the billions, I would have said, okay, Alex Azar, Health and Human Services Secretary, says they spent $2 trillion in just March alone in 2020 during the pandemic. Most of that money went into developing this, what he calls an ecosystem, getting all these hundred different pharmaceutical companies onto the mRNA platform off the old way of doing things, culturing things in in Petri dishes and so forth. So that is a big shift. Mm -hmm. And now they want to cash in on the shift. That's the bottom line. I, 
<laughs> and it's modeled, like you said, after DARPA, um, which is all about uh, national. Well, so many dark things happen there, but uh, the internet, voice recognition, uh, technology, GPS navigation, night vision, robotic prophecies, uh, prosthesis. I'm sorry, and stealth uh, technology, and they do just so much more. It's like uh, it's 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 insane what they're what they're up to with their very very uh, black dark budgets that no one ever knows about. And so HARPA, this was just announced, correct? This a new initiative? The 12th of September, yeah. Yeah, wow. Uh, that's really scary because they even have a trailer. The patients are waiting. I feel like it's a bad sci-fi movie. This is, <laughs> this is not fun. It really uh, is kind of oh a scary. The, the patients are waiting. The patients are waiting. Oh it sounds like a zombification has already occurred. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's you know. cue the creepy music, the weird clown, and uh, in a world where I mean, I, I feel like this is playing out, and and no one's doing much about it. No one's noticing these things. I'm well, glad you are. You know, yeah, it's like Chucky on the, uh, yeah. you know, the, the mantle going. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my god! We've activated the virus. But this uh. actually, just to let you know that this isn't just science fiction, this actually all this uh, in terms of virus activation act, actually mm -hmm. happened in 1987 right. with the small with the smallpox virus. It was now I'm not I don't think Gates Foundation was involved just yet mm -hmm. in Africa in 87, but Fauci sure was and the two underlings redfield and berkshire were yeah. in hiv research and what they did was this smallpox because i believe it used some type of transcriptase reverse mm -hmm. transcriptase it activated hiv mm. and a lot of this dormant hiv that was in millions of africa was activated and they had a huge amount of uh, de of death from from AIDS uh, in Africa because of this, and this isn't me saying this. This is the guy who actually discovered HIV, Robert Gallo at mm -hmm. Fort Detrick, mm -hmm. saying that yes, the reason why you know South Africa might have one percent of the population mm -hmm. and thirty percent of the incidence of HIV, yeah, there's something statistically could, off there. Could they have put that into that Hep B shot? That I saw the poster. You know, um, gay men come get the Hep B shot in New York, L.A., and San Francisco conveniently as the CDC was monitoring that, who knows what was in that hep B shot because they even called it experimental at the time. And those were the first AIDS patients too. So over here, so you never know. You never know what was in it. Who knows? Yeah, well, mon monkeypox is a close analog to mm -hmm. uh, smallpox. And, and like I said, it does have this ability to awaken uh, the, the uh, viruses. And I might be wrong on my chemistry here. I think it's the transcriptase. But anytime you awaken a dormant piece mm -hmm. of DNA that you don't know exactly what you're doing. It's with a, especially experimental stuff. Right. It could be much worse than the proposed yeah. benefit and, and just a bad idea. And remember when Clinton was supposed to get rid of all of these, um, these things that we had stored like smallpox, which, which was, they say eradicated. Isn't it interesting that he made sure that we kept them for, you know, the future. Why would you want to keep that around for the future? What would be the point? And, uh, and so there's just a lot that has been going on, I think behind the scenes in creating, I also find it really interesting. This whole, this whole HARPA project is all based on the fact that they know the future is going to be disease after disease after disease. Why is that? How would you, would you have a crystal ball to know this? But their, their whole, America must and can do better. We've got billions of dollars of taxpayer money because we know that all of these things are coming down the pike. How do they know? That's always intrigued me. Uh, we're going to go to a break, but uh, George Webb is with me, uh, the great George Webb, and we'll be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Um, 15 and a half million we just hit. Just thought I'd let everybody know. Isn't that cool? Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Oh, so happy to be live on a Friday on the dial. And of course, this will be turned into a podcast. And you can uh, check out that podcast at katedallyradio.com on the bottom. And uh, you can seek out all the, the, by topic, you can seek out all of those. And then also, I just wanted to mention, we have a commemorative coin. And I would love it if you would go get the Kate Daly Show coin. It says, be faithful, be fearless on it. Modeled after the first coin uh, printed by our country when our country became a country. Lady Liberty's on the front. And so it's a good piece of history, too. You can teach 
teach your kids about when we actually had money to back our money. And uh, and I also I thank you for that because there's we're we're a rare breed. This show there's there are only a couple like us on the dial that are independently owned and uh, not backed by a corporation, of course. And I value that, and I know you value that. You you must be if you're listening. And so I uh, appreciate you. Thank you. They're ninety nine dollars, and most of that goes to the show. And I really appreciate uh, your effort to help Truth and Radio. Please order a couple if you can, uh, because we need some things to shore us up, and we also need to extend our reach. And we need you. I can't do it without you. So thank you for that. Also, my pillow. Uh, go to mypillow.com and um, support uh, some great products. That also helps the show. Put in the code Kate, and you're going to get some fantastic products with that. So please go to mypillow.com. Put in the code Kate. Really appreciate that. So my guest is George Webb. Happy to have him because he's a fountain of knowledge. He's kind of everywhere, and I, I love that about him. And so um, from here, my gosh, Harpa was kind of uh, revolting and scary all at the same time. George, geez, I I don't even know what to say about that. It's there. It seems like things are kind of increasing a little faster. These things are coming up. Yeah, I think we go through these acceleration cycles around yeah. elections, no matter what, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's an election issue or not, right. which is which is good in some ways, because that's when people do get red pilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just did a, a, a red pill book um, to just everybody says, oh, you're only, only talking to your audience, echo chamber and all that. So I finally did a red pill book called Less Tragedy, More Hope. How's that for yeah. positive, right? <laughs> so that, so yeah. that's coming out. Right. Uh, but, it, but it really it promotes other authors who are the people who have been kind of towing the line on the red pill thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I'm also trying to bring forward some uh, voices that I uh, really want to get into mm-hmm. and research more. The Dr. Peter McCullough, I know you've had Lee Merritt on your yes. show. Yes, yes. But uh, Dr. McCullough, I think, is really doing a fantastic job. And he's really on this subject of, of myocarditis. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why these young people are dying. And I want to know why these uh, young people have 15% scars on their heart. Mm-hmm. And that is really unusual for that age. And um, this uh, exosomes, these exosomes, which are chemical messengers between cells, cell to cell to communication, only discovered in the 80s. And they didn't even know they had DNA and and RNA type messaging Mm -hmm. uh, in them until about 10 years ago. So this is a very new field, but it does look like they're involved in the heart damage. And through these exosomes, the communication is to a support cell around the heart called a, a paracell, not the myocytes that actually do the squeezing and mm-hmm. you know pump your blood, but these are the support cells that provide the oxygen and nutrients around and structure around the heart. So th- this came out in my interview, and I really want to look into not just this, but they're also looking into exosomes for cancer. Mm-hmm. There's a over 100 different types of cancer, so there's a lot of work to be done there. They're also looking at it for regenerative medicine. And then, of course, you can also hijack these messages, like any message, for the for bad. Right. So this is an area where I think we need to shine a light. And uh, uh, so yeah, I'm throwing it out there, exosomes, throwing exosomes on the table. I love it. How, how do people uh, get to your Substack? Uh, georgeweb.substack.com so g-e-o-r-g-e w-e-b-b and then just substack.com and you can find uh, more information on this mm-hmm. I do more current events around Trump mm-hmm. uh, on my substack just uh, so the science stuff I do on my Twitter more which is real George Web one okay the numeral one mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I'm open to anything. You know, I, I'll, <laughs> right. I'm a utility infielder. I'll I play wherever I can. Okay, yeah. I like that. I, what about that secret document you mentioned, Trump, that uh, Matt Pottinger uh, had placed secretly at the Mar-a-Lago files? Uh, you want to talk about that? Sure. sure. Interestingly enough, the mm-hmm. special master, uh, Raymond Deary, that's been assigned the 78-year-old FISA judge from New York, has asked Trump, where is your proof? Um, so he's turned into a little bit of an, of a prosecutor himself, not playing the even handed role. And there's been so much misconduct by the GO, DOJ all along the way here yeah. that they needed somebody to have, be a countervailing force, a counterbalancing force. And mm-hmm. he's not, he's, he's actually saying, okay, you know, now that you're, you're here at the jail, you know, and, and they've taken your fingerprints, I want a blood sample, you know, I mean, yeah. He's, yeah. He, <laughs> so, so, you know, he's not helping at right. all. And I would say is let's 
let's look, take, take a step back, Judge, and look at the misconduct, look at the unfairness through the leaking to, mm -hmm. to trying this person in public, anybody, Obama, Biden, right. anybody who was treated like this, this isn't America. And mm -hmm. rather than do that, he's trying to shut down Trump and put him into a tunnel and say, show me exactly mm -hmm. where... Uh, you have a planted document. Well, if you can show a pattern and as a defense attorney of, hey, this was a leak, this was a mm -hmm. leak, this is a leak, these are all damaging to my fundamental rights uh, as a defendant, right. and now you show that there's misconduct, malfeasance, then it's much easier to present the case for fraud. But to present the case for fraud without that legal substrate, without that foundation, is a very, very difficult trick, even for the best legal uh, minds, the legal eagles. Right. So this judge has to take a step back, I think, and look at this in terms of a perspective of somebody who's being attacked from all sides and doesn't have any defense until he gets in front of in front of that courtroom. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What did you think about the taking of uh, Mike Lindell's phone without even a warrant in hand? They only cited a, a general warrant, uh, but never a warrant or anything. Uh, I, I, I wasn't allowed to call his attorney. What do you think of that incident? Well, you know, I met Mike a couple times. So mm -hmm. He didn't, wouldn't remember me because they were in crowds and so forth at events. Mm -hmm. But he's just the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> he is I very mean, nice. He's just a very nice person. <laughs> right, right. I was surprised at how busy he was and how many people wanted to come up to him. But he looks you in the eyes. Mm -hmm. Looks like he cares what you have to say. He's not in any hurry or anything. Mm -hmm. He's just such a nice guy. Why uh, Why do they always pick on these nice guys? <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, I saw mm -hmm. him at January 5. Everyone said he was inciting the crowd of January 5. He was not inciting the right, crowd. Right. He was saying, you came here to hear your, um, yeah. uh, to see your representative look into the irregularities. Yeah. That's the, all he said. I have a film of it. Right. So I, I know that they're trying to tie him to Jan 6 before the election. Mm. The only I people that, that were there doing that were the feds dressed up as MAGA. But other than that, I think most everybody uh, was just kind of there for the right reason. And uh, it's ridiculous. Like I said before, 140 officers got assaulted. Show me a picture of one of them. Not one picture ever emerged. And they just kept raising the number. It's abs Did they just stand there with their arms down while people were, you know, assaulting them? Of course not. I mean, it's just so asinine because there's no evidence that there was ever a anything like an occurrence because all they got was charges for trespassing. They couldn't, they didn't get assault charges. So it, the whole thing is just so insane. And, and of course, our, our own Republicans won't even ask the questions I just brought up. They won't even ask. Let's just sit there and take it. It's very bizarre. Don't you think? I, I was, yeah, absolutely. I was standing a hundred feet from him, less than that, 50 feet. Uh, uh -huh. I was right at the front row filming him mm -hmm. and his speech was a rah, rah speech. Sure. Uh, you know, Why not? Hey, thanks We're in for America. coming to Washington. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's colder than crap. Right, I think he, right. gloves on. he kept, he kept smacking the gloves, you know, to yeah. keep his hands warm. Right. And but it was not an, uh, there was no, Hey, go inside the Capitol. Of this not. Ray Epps. Uh, ha incident happened long after ever I left. It was dark. It was getting very cold. And Ray Epps uh, thought he was going to get some young youngins and he mm -hmm. was going to fool them. Mm -hmm. And they all yelled at him, fed, 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 fed. Right, right. They knew. But and they knew, mm -hmm. and they knew, but they went ahead with the operation anyway. There was four buses. I went down to uh, Fort Bragg mm -hmm. uh, for psychological operation. They filled four buses. Captain Emily Rainey was the person who did it. Wow. Peter Strzok Sr. lives two miles away over in Pinehurst with a company called AFGRO. <laughs> what is he doing with a company called AFGRO that sells growing products to Africa? I thought he was yeah. living in Pinehurst. You know? Jeez. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of CIA right. going on here. There's a whole bunch of... Sure. We the JSOC, which Joint Special Operations Intelligence Operations, mm -hmm. getting involved in our elections and trying to paint Americans as 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 bad people, and yep. that's just not the case. If you were there, you know that it was a very peaceful thing. Except these intelligence operators were doing all kinds of hijinks. Yeah. And the proof of that is that they didn't get any other charge really other than um, um, trespassing, and they did not have five deaths on that day. I know they keep saying it. King Fraudalot keeps saying it, of course, but that did not happen on that day, um, I do not believe. So, and also, you know, the, the coroners were like, that did not happen on that day, and people did not die because of a fire extinguisher. And, and everything that we've been told in the press and lied about, it's that did not happen. And it's been corrected, but 
you, they go with the lie anyway. So I'm I'm with you on that. And how did I know we only have a few minutes before the break? But how did Podesta end up? Did they just dust the cobwebs off that guy? And I don't know what in the how did Podesta end up back on the scene? Well, I think we'll get into it in the next segment, but there's okay. a, a big secret that I think John Podesta is hiding. I sued the Podesta group. I served Kim Fritz on a Thursday. Uh, just at about lunch, I had mm-hmm. a process server, same day's process server, and they closed up Podesta and Associates the next day. They are definitely hiding some secrets there on, on uh, uh, 1100 G Street. Uh, mm-hmm. So I have a big history with Podesta when we come back from the break. Yeah, for sure. And then I also want to talk to you, too. We still have about a minute and a half, but I want to talk to you sure. too. Uh, give me your give me your one and a half minute on uh, Russia headlines. What we're told in the press. Well, I've soured on Putin a little bit. I um, I thought that he was going to release the bioweapons information. I mm-hmm. thought that they, they had overrun some positions where there was proof of the bioagents. Mm-hmm. And instead, they're shaking the nuclear saber. Uh, and I uh, have good, solid information that people have left from the uh, from London, mm-hmm. Russians, to Zelensky's mansion in Forte de Marmi on the west coast of Italy. Mm-hmm. There are peace negotiations going on right now. And both sides have known connections to the Rothschilds. Uh, Oleg yes. Deripaska has had a long history as a go-between to Putin for the Rothschilds. And Kolomoisky is a Rothschild agent. So they're negotiating a Rothschild peace to get a $350 billion reconstruction payout. It's <laughs> like always the about plan. the money. Jeez. Yeah, it's oh. never going to go to the people yeah. who had their houses blown up. It's going to no. go to Kolomoisky building condos along the Black Sea. How can they make a buck off this war just like it's always been since the what uh, 100 150 years i mean it's just absolutely crazy that we have not seen all of the parallels and all of the um patterns and we we still can't figure it out it's kind of like i was saying yesterday it's like babies on bayonets world war one they told that story desert storm they told that story um and then of course in 2002 they or one they told that story they just kept reinventing the emotion to get us into war and we just don't see it for some reason we don't see a pattern and uh it's 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 crazy <laughs> at this point. Well, the, yeah. I got to give credit, though, to the incubator girl. Oh, my she, gosh. <laughs> the inca- Kuwait ambassador's daughter. Oh, geez. Yeah. And then it yeah. turns out it was in a Senate room that wasn't actually yeah. under oath. That it was exactly. just in a caucus room. Yep. It, every, every fakie that you could throw in there. But, yep. you know, Wolfowitz gets a gets a. At least he didn't go to bayonets. At least he went to incubators. Well, they stomped on the babies, you know, and then and then Ukraine, what was it? Oh, a hospital full of thousands of babies got bombed by the Russians. Really? I've never seen a hospital with thousands of babies. Maybe 100 tops. Um, I haven't even seen that. Maybe 50 tops. Thousands? I doubt that happened. Uh, so we'll be right back. More with George Webb. When we come back, let's learn about Podesta. Be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. What a fantastic sale. Use the code word Kate. It helps the show. You can get up to 90% off right now. Take advantage of it. Stock up for Christmas. So many deals that Mike is doing, and it also helps expose election fraud. Thanks, you guys. Use the code word Kate. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I can't stand it. The new commemorative Kate Daly Show coin limited edition 
is here. It's ready. And you can purchase one. You can help Truth and Radio. 99 bucks. And of course, for value, you've got a real silver coin. And that sits on, in your pocket, which is real nice at $40, $45 value. And it's only supposed to skyrocket. So it's a good investment. It's an investment into silver. It's an investment into Truth and Radio. The coin itself says, be faithful, be fearless, just like we need to be. And modeled after the flowing hair coin. That was the first coin ever minted in the United States, ever. 1794, when we became a country. Let's celebrate history. Let's celebrate truth and radio. And the show needs it. We need your help. We can't go on. It's a very expensive show. We cannot do this without you. We can't grow without you. And so this is a limited edition. Please get one before they're gone. And let me just tell you, this coin is gorgeous. You can go see it at katedallyradio.com. Really easy to order. You just click on the link. It takes you two seconds. But if you can order several of these or order one for yourself and maybe some for friends or family, it's a great way to celebrate what's so important in this country. Truth, education, all the things that we need as a populace. And I love the guests that I have on the show. I love the co-hosts like Chris Ann Hall coming on to educate us. And let me just tell you, this is worth it. This is a way that instead of just listening, you can act by having one of these in your home. It comes in a beautiful case. And on the back, it says, in God we trust, united we stand. Also on the front, it says, the Kate Daly Show, be faithful and be fearless. I hope we always remain faithful and fearless because that's what it's going to take to get through all of this. And I hope that you purchase one of these coins, please, to keep this show on the air. And uh, a big thank you, big heartfelt thank you from me, all the co-hosts. Because this show is not corporate owned. We run from you. We run off of you. And I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please go purchase one of these. We've been waiting for this for a long time. And get one before it's gone. Thanks. KateDallyRadio.com. Look for the link on the top. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I got George Webb with me, uh, so you know it's a Good Friday show. And, of course, we're talking about all kinds of topics. Um, I'm always interested to talk to George because uh, he's got such a field of knowledge uh, that it's always always a blast. always love having him. And he'll be uh, doing an extra segment going into the next hour, too, so I'm really appreciative of George. And, uh, of course, uh, George, tell people how to find you on Twitter and Substack. Uh, my Twitter is real George Webb one, mm -hmm. uh, the numeral one and Substack is just George Webb.substack.com. G E O R G E W E B B dot Substack.com. Perfect. So, Love it. You gotta, you gotta follow him because he's got his hands in just about so many different things and he's, he's always, you know, bringing truths. I love that. And of course, uh, balance of nature. What a fantastic product. Look, get your health in order. Because um, Harpa thinks that uh, they have a crystal ball and they know that uh, you're going to see a lot of disease come your way. And isn't it always fascinating how they just know um, that everybody wants to get us with bioweapon disease? Really? I don't think so. But that's the story they're telling. You know what? Um, I would actually get your health in order right now. And 31 fruits and vegetables a day in three veggie caps and three fruit caps. It couldn't be any easier. And you also, a lot of people kick the caffeine when they're on this and uh, they it actually balances sugar and helps reduce cholesterol and you're getting all those vitamins and we really our bodies really need it right now there's just such an onslaught of things that are attacking our immune system right now that do everything in your power go to balanceofnature.com it's it's 30 days guaranteed so try it out you don't like it send it back but i think you're going to love it and then of course uh, put in the code kate always kate and get the promo code so you can get 35 percent off and free shipping um george webb is with me of course and uh what a great reporter he is and journalist an author and, and everything else. He's got some great books as well. And so uh, let's talk about Podesta's secrets, shall we? Because that guy's so creepy. Sure. His art's creepy. He's creepy. And believe me, I believe the emails. So I'm, I think he's a total creep. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Well, I was telling you in the break, we, I sued mm -hmm. Podesta and right. Associates, and, and they kind of were the king of K Street, even though they were on G Street. But, mm. you know, the, the, the lobbying of Washington, the 
the wisdom of Washington was you can't get a deal right. unless you go through the brokers and the brokers of the K Street brokers. And on the Democratic side, that was the Podesta group. Hmm. And Tony Podesta was the president for a while. I tried to serve him. He quit the day that the process server knocked on the door, uh, it was on a, like a Wednesday, he threw it over to this woman named Kim Fritz. Mm-hmm. Um, she was served on a Thursday, Podesta Group was closed on Friday. Hmm. Um, so that was my interaction with Podesta Group. But they tried to come after me uh, when I sued the DNC and Podesta Group. John Podesta was the uh, president of Hillary for America. So he was responsible for right. any diversion of funds away from uh, Bernie toward Hillary. Uh, so that uh, their lawyer came after me. It was uh, your friends, uh, you know, that did the the, the Russian dossier, Cooey, mm-hmm. uh, Perkins Cooey. Sure. They wanted uh uh, you know, rule 11 sanctions on me and all sorts of things. And the judge didn't give him that. But I finally, the case lasted almost two years, but finally there was a guy who was a co-defendant named Imran Awan mm-hmm. who, cut, who cut a deal with the prosecution, basically a spy and a, had a group of spies, a ringleader on Capitol Hill with a, with a spy ring and they mooted my case. So, but that was, but the Podestas had a long history in Ukraine, this is really uh, has been covered up. They they painted Manafort out to be a Trump guy, but he had actually worked with Kolomoisky mm-hmm. and Podesta Group, right. and they had moved the bio agent kind of uh, offshore and out of. Uh, they, well, Nixon had moved it offshore in '69, and Kissinger took it to Europe and and kind of split it up a bunch of American universities. But in 2005, after the war was over. Uh, or the major fighting in Iraq, they moved it to uh, Ukraine, to Odessa. Obama's mm-hmm. there with, uh, you know, the Senator Luger, and they're opening this thing. And it's been there ever since. And and my, uh, just watching it, how Podesta has taken this, he seems to be the shepherd hmm. of this program. There is a cadre of people inside the DNC, Rahm Emanuel, uh, him, mm-hmm. uh, Podesta, that seems to be shepherding this secret of bioagents. Bioagents were used by Hillary in Libya in 2011. They were used in Syria in 2012. We think they were used in South Sudan in 2014. We think they were used in Yemen in 2015. But we have solid proof on 2011 and 2012. Wow. Uh, and that was the Hillary Clinton State Department and John Podesta sure. was then the kind of the, uh, you know, the dark night, mm-hmm. you know, a little gnome in the background kind of moving the along with some, uh, some other folks, Jack Lou uh, and Dennis McDonough. They were the ones moving the levers. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where I was trying to go in the lawsuit. Uh, so that's why I think he's coming out of the woodwork on this January the 6th thing. They know that th- if they let this cat out of the bag and mm-hmm. they let the investigation start. So, so their strategy always is, seems like a good offense is right. the best defense. Oh, yeah. boy, isn't that the truth? And then what role would the White Helmets have played in that? Because I know that they were completely a, a fraud um, propped up as the hero. But uh, uh, voices on the ground in Syria were like, those are the bad guys. Those are the guys that are Absolutely. doing things. Vanessa Bealy did great reporting. Ava mm-hmm. Bartlett, Chief yep. Agardi, all these. Chief Agardi yep, I had killed, Ava on the uh, show. So, oh, you had Ava. Mm-hmm. Serena Shim also gave her life for this. A great re- a reporter. She was you know, horrible, uh, tortured by the you know, Turkish intelligence. All these women, for some reason, are the only ones that have enough guts to go to these places and say bioagents are being used. And I think that's why they, Chief Agardi was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So was uh, uh, Serena Shims. But, but Eva Bartlett also came as close as you can without getting killed. And she's doing the same kind of work right now in Ukraine, talking about the Azov Brigade. And hey, there are no atrocities like the, the mm-hmm. you know, these fake, fake atrocities right. sort of. Um, I'm trying to think of the equivalence of the Lusitania in World mm-hmm. War One. Yep. We can go there, but you know, in World War Two, um, uh, just, just just making right. uh, you know everything with a bloody rag, bloody you know blood yes. everywhere, smear the blood everywhere, and then Americans can get on board right. with uh, the emotion with ploy the, with the war. 
Jeez. What do you think, you know, why is uh, this suddenly ramped up in the headlines right now, right before the elections? What, what, what? Timing is always everything because this, this wasn't going on. These headlines weren't like this in May or June. So timing is always intriguing to me. But what, what are the reasons, do you think, um, this playing out with, uh, with Russia? And what, what, what do you think? Well, I think uh, they tried to do the Trump raid and they mm-hmm. thought that was going to swing people by, you know, doctoring and all the propaganda with the releases, the uh, mm-hmm. leaks. But it didn't. It uh, Wilkes Bar, the Trump rally there, it filled stadiums. Uh, so that backfired. And then dark uh, Biden had the dark. Uh, Hitler speech or whatever that was, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the yeah, fire and the red in the, the back <laughs> curtains. Yeah. Bizarre. And, and that backfired. <laughs> that backfired. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So now what do you what are you left with mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, the, the, the mega uh, rhetoric in that was just reminding me so much of the Nuremberg type mm-hmm. rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really scary. But now I think they're just, you know, on to just take something totally out of context. Okay. Just, you know, like the Youngstown, uh, I didn't go to it, but I, I got a firsthand account of it where it's at the end of a whole series of speakers and they say, point to your Lord and Savior and all the people point to heaven as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. And they take a picture of that and say, this is like the Nazis with the oh Hitler salute. Gosh. Right. It's just totally out of right. context, just like January 6th. And they're running with that. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. CNN, MSNBC, ABC. They're running with that. Right. Um, and it's just, again, look at the whole clip, even 30 seconds in front of it. Listen mm-hmm. to what the speaker says before those people point to God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, True. So that's really low that, ball. Well, I, I expect it, I guess. I Yeah. I mean, what's new, right? Uh, we're also domestic terrorists and uh, Christian that gun lovers. And so it never ends. Um, and I just always wonder about w- with Russian headlines, because are they ramping up for a false flag to blame on Russia? Um, because there were articles about uh, China and Russia are finally together. No, they're not. They've been bricks forever. So, I mean, for a long time, since what, 2009. So it doesn't make sense that all these headlines are popping up and it almost seems like they're ramping up to a false flag blamed on Russia. Yeah, um, I could see it happening. Um, You know, usually that last week of October is the week you get the October surprise. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And, and, uh, you know, there's Zaporizhia, which is the nuclear plant. You could always pull the plug at Zaporizhia or do something there Mm -hmm. or or a bio type thing. And right. You know, hmm, uh, we, you we know. all saw CNN during the first days of shock and awe. And remember, they were bombing Israel with chemical weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we all believed that. We were all scared out of our minds. And then it turned out to be a false alarm. Yeah. So uh, the incubator baby uh, effect here mm-hmm. is is about ready to come in. I don't know if it's going to be the Kuwaiti daughter right. again. That'd be great if they brought her back. Why not? You know? I mean, let's go for the act two. I mean, <laughs> she sold it before, right? Good Wouldn't it be great? She's, she's like, uh, what is she, 30 years old? <laughs> yeah, now? with her kids. Yes. And, yes. And, and then gosh. she could say, and they're throwing the babies in the Yes. Oh know? my gosh, that's so true. And then let's bring back the chick that said uh, we wouldn't be alive by 1999 and that climate change was, it was pre-Greta. And, uh, and then she went on to have a family and children and uh, her, her life's been great, but she was just convincing that we were going to be um, done for by the year 1999. So it'd be funny to bring both of them back, right? Round two. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I went to uh, Davos this year in the World Economic uh, G20. What'd you uh, learn? G, G8. <laughs> I learned how many private jets uh, <laughs> right. there are right. in the world. I, I, in that airport of Geneva, and they had a problem with uh, the runway uh, with the immigration center for the Ukrainians while I was there. It was some kind of thing, mm-hmm. bombing or something. But there was private jet after private jet after private jet. And they're all racing to go see Greta Thornburg talk about green energy and global warming. A teenager with autism. Isn't that weird? I mean, come on. This is bizarre. And they were racing to see her. That's, I don't know, par for the course, I guess. In their Maseratis and whatever. Of course. You know, their yeah. European sports cars. And the only thing I can think of is, you know, I hate to to give way to conspiracy theory, but mm-hmm. she does look a lot like Andrea Merkel. Like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Second oh, generation, you know, yes. and because there is an autism thing, there's yeah. a, there, 
there's a black nobility gene in yes. there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. There's no other way that they would be supporting her like they oh, do. Oh my gosh, I love that you said that. That's so funny. It's the you have to kind of look at this big theater production because it's it's comical at this point. What did you learn from your on your trip to England? Well, I, I went all over the continent and I mm -hmm. went to places where uh, I mean, I'm writing another book. It's not out yet, okay. uh, but it's going to be called Heavy Metal Virus. I wrote it in 2020, but I'm rewriting it now. All updated graphics, all updated text. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's about the next step after the first step, which is a live exercise mm -hmm. with an attenuated bioagent and also pseudo pseudo particles that you can't be contagious. You just shed right. them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Then the next one is H5N1. H5N1 could be the real killer and mm. um the reason i say that is you did a piece on spanish flu yeah yeah uh it's it's a variant sort of like a spanish flu it's not h1n1 but it's h5n1 mm -hmm. but i do think that if the strategy is sword and shield and we protect our own and we you know the enemy dies mm -hmm. we are conditioned now that it is all pandemic and plandemic Right. And all the rules are not, mm -hmm. uh, you know, six feet and, and right. vaccine badges. And now our guard's down. Hmm. So I just want to warn everybody out there, if they come out with a flu, <laughs> go to the cabin, go mm -hmm. fishing with sure. your family. Yeah. yeah you know, Open in the uh, mountains. And stay away from the baseball stadiums. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, it's good. It, it is kind of intriguing to talk about what's coming because you have climate lockdown. And are they so, are we so burned out? We've caught on now that the whole 10 feet thing or the 10 people at a gathering was made up by Deborah, Deborah Burks. And then you have your um, made up reversals, 16,000 reversals by the CDC um, ever since 2020. So with all of this incoming, people are very much now kind of jaded toward the information anyway. So I don't know if they could, maybe they could get away with another medical lockdown, but will we do climate lockdowns? It kind of seems up their alley, maybe a little bit, but. Yeah, I think climate lockdowns yeah. out of the question. Uh, I think the medical, there's still some ray of hope there for good medicine and the good information to get out there. Um, that's why mm -hmm. I'm looking into the good doctors like uh, Dr. McCullough mm -hmm. and those people that were out early, right. you know, with, with HCQ and, and yeah. ivermectin. I've talked to him a lot on email. I just got to get him on the show. I got to get him scheduled. Oh, you need to have him. Yeah. I know. And tell him, and tell him I sent you. I'm, I will. I'm doing that a lot. I will. Yeah. I'm going to come right back more with George Webb when we come back and uh, you're going to want to hang out for this too. So just park the car. Just hang out with us on a, on a Friday and learn what's happening around the world. Be right back with George Webb and I'm on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Be right back. Hey everybody, Kate here. You know, I had Dr. Zelenko on the show a couple of times. He's the one that gave ivermectin to President Trump. Make sure that you go to his website and it's right at the bottom of my homepage. So please find the Zelenko Z stack. He's got two products now. One is the, uh, the product we're always talking about with four major ingredients that you need right now to build your immune system. The other one is a detox that's brand new. And I would take advantage of getting that as well. We all need to detox. Uh, Dr. Zelenko's website is fantastic. They'll kick the products out quick. Take advantage of this right now while supply chains are still in motion and uh, get as much of that as you possibly can. He's a fantastic doctor that just calls it like it is. That's what I love about him. So go to that on the bottom of my homepage. Look for the wonderful sponsors and find Dr. Zelenko Z-Stack. Thanks, guys. Think while it's still legal. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. <laughs> I love John Wayne. <laughs> Slap some bacon on a biscuit. We're burning daylight. Uh, he's got some great quotes. Anyways, uh, welcome back. Last hour on a Friday. Glad you're joining us. And I have, of course, uh, George Webb with me, a reporter on the ground, journalist, author, you name it. And uh, he, we're, we, went to, we, we have actually covered so many subjects today that I'm sorry if we're if we're going quick or heads are spinning or whatever. But there's just I so hope we're not causing accidents. Right, you know. right. 
all, all over Utah. You know, I, I can see so the much to talk about. guys yeah. at NSA, you know, running right. into the, you know. I know. It's like, wait, wait, no. Wait, now what are they talking about? So, I sorry, you know, sorry. It's like whiplash. Uh, but we, we have freedom Tourette's, and it's really hard to <laughs> not have freedom Tourette's. So, I uh, really appreciate you coming on, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. So, your substack is georgeweb.substack.com, and you could go there for a whole lot of topics that, that George is always talking about, and his Twitter feed is great, too. And I've been watching your Twitter feed for years, George. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, it. That's, it's well, awesome. we get into a lot of different topics on Twitter. Twitter's my sort of uh, where I get to play. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a little kid, you don't get to play all the positions that you want because there's somebody's better. Mm. This one, I get to play all the positions and try everything. So, And you haven't fun. been banned? I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. I, Gosh. YouTube knocked down 21 times, 22 oh, times. Uh, never knocked mind. out of... of the Patreon that was going good. Right. Uh, lost the Amazon, but Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What's what is your uh, finger on the pulse of right now? What are what do you see happening that people really need to kind of understand? Because I know the headlines. I know the mass propagate uh, propaganda is always taking place, and so whenever there's a headline, um, the, it's always the opposite, or usually uh, that's not important. There's something else going on in the background. What you know, we're going into fall and we're going into winter. And um, there have been a lot of people uh, that are like, not, you know, the 24th of September, something's going to happen or in October, something's going to go on or with the elections. Do you have a sense of something coming that we're not seeing in the fall or winter that you think might be on the horizon? Um, uh, no, I think there are pe- people who are trying to get the clickbait and so forth. But mm-hmm. I-, I really think that uh, my Dr. McCullough interview a couple mm-hmm. of days ago on the Tommy Kerrigan show, that was really kind of a new uh, thing. I mean, I'd done a little bit of Twitter stuff on that, but I hadn't really done a lot of doctor interviews. Okay. And, and he said some things that really, um, uh, in terms of scientific papers that his group has put out in June mm-hmm. on this this exosome thing. It's such a new field that 20 years ago they were discovered, eight years ago they find out there's DNA and RNA. Now everybody's looking at it for cancer, regenerative medicine, and all these other diseases that Harpa is talking about. Right. Um, that they'll be brought to you in a NATO blueprint. Uh, believe it or not, there is a NATO WHO blueprint where they say what the next five diseases are going to be for this season. I'm not kidding. What? Um, yes, there's what? an R&D blueprint that is produced every year. It's almost like the spring. It's almost like the nominees for the Oscars. Oh, my God. These are the diseases that you can expect to see this year. And it kind of signals to the drug companies what mm-hmm. they should start looking at and working on. And we found it uh, in March of 2020, this person named Virginia Benassi, who's writing this thing. Mm-hmm. She's also in the WHO in Geneva getting the bids for the mRNA vaccines. She's also in London, where we talked about near the Tavis right. Stock Institute sure. at Welcome Trust getting the vaccine bids. And she's also with the University of Texas Medical Branch in Galveston, traveling to where? Wuhan Institute of Virology to do what? Train them about leaks and certifying them about leaks in September of 2019. Now that's mm. one busy woman. Yeah. That's a busy woman. What were what uh, did they list, by the way? Do you remember anything? Yeah, yeah, they listed uh, uh, flu, of course, is always on there. The hemorrhagic fevers always seem to be on their list mm-hmm. because those are the ones that cause the most scaring, mm-hmm. like Zika. You know, mm-hmm. all the mothers are freaked out with the s- small heads for the children. No, oh, geez, and the same the picture Ebola. they always show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ebola mm-hmm. scares everybody, bleeding to death through your, you know, mm-hmm. through your intestines. That's never fun. And so, uh, 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 and, and and anthrax is always on there for bioterrorism. Uh, so we, we actually found the email, Virginia Benassi, uh, uh, Benassi mm-hmm. V okay. at WHO.INT. Um, but anyway, uh, switching gears sure. to uh, Dr. McCullough's exosome paper in June of, of 2022, he wrote it about these uh, exosomes that actually, mm-hmm. like I say, they can be hijacked. And the spike protein, which he thinks is so... Uh, damaging is mm-hmm. is uh, traveling with these exosomes and cell-to-cell communication that not supposed to happen. Right. Uh, and and uh, Stephanie um, Senoff. 
Senoff that mm-hmm. you interviewed mm-hmm. talks about these things going up the vagus nerve into the brain. I don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, he talks about it going to the heart with these paracells, uh, uh, these supporting cells around the heart. So I'm really looking into that. I want to meet all these people. Greg right. Nye is another guy who's into naturalistic health and so forth mm-hmm. in Portland, I think, immersive health. So I want, to, I want to go interview all these people and get the good information out there because I think the number one issue, whether politicians, whatever they come up with, it's your family, it's your family's health. You know, you right. told me a harrowing story about how close your husband came oh, to death yeah. Yeah. in the break. You yeah. know, and I think this is really the max. The mass vaccinations and the vaccination policies are really forcing people, especially in the military and uh, government jobs, police, fire, ambulance, mm-hmm. to make these decisions. And they have this decision: Do I leave my job, right. or do or, you know, do I retire, or do I take right. it? Yeah. And and so I want to get the good information out there. I'm not a real big anti-vaxxer. I'm not I'm not Bobby Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. I want safe faxes. I believe in safe faxes, but I want to make sure that I'm not saying something that's unsafe mm-hmm. and I want to get the good information. I don't I just don't think we need them. If you see him, there was a meme of a woman who was 70 years old who said I had two vaccines and the girl next to her was my age. I had eight vaccines. And then the, the girl next to her born in the 80s, I think uh, I had uh, I can't remember now. It was like, uh, you know, uh, 16 vaccines. And then the little kids sitting there saying I have, uh, you know, over 90 vaccines or whatever the number was over 95. And then my question to the audience was, why do you think the 70 year old still alive and thriving without all that stuff <laughs> because we have a yeah. whole bunch of baby boomers that weren't subjected to um, these shots and I think the shots hurt the immune system but that's me so I mean well, yeah I, I only remember two I remember mm-hmm. tetanus yeah and I, I remember um, mm-hmm. something else like diphtheria or something mm-hmm. when I was really little and I think those are all at once measles mumps diphtheria yeah are all we're all at once that's about it. But I ended up getting the measles. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting the mumps. <laughs> I don't know what. Welcome to childhood in the 60s, 70s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I completely covered and I Well, that's how yeah. it's supposed to be like that. And I, I think the I think the vaccine program that they brought out was so unnecessary because we have good um, hygiene and we had sanitation. And I think it was the extension of the uh, program that the actual eugenics Nazis program, um, because I think that's what they were doing over there was pharma experimentation on the people they wanted to kill. But uh, I, I just think that that program just kept extending into what we see as a, a vaccine program. But I I just li- I like that you're everywhere. I mean, I like that you're always on the ground wherever you are. It's always right where that action is is going on. What got you into this? Like what what made you into the reporter that you are, the one that wanted to go to the ground and see what was going on, George? Well, my brother was the one in, who was in journalism, and he interviewed everybody, George Bush and all these presidents and mm-hmm. vice presidents before, you know, and I just watched it kind of from afar. I was mm-hmm. in high tech, and I didn't have any interest in that. Uh, and I I was doing uh, work for a company called Network Associates, and I was fixing networks, big mm-hmm. networks, big right. problems on networks. And we had another group. We got bought by a company mm-hmm. called McAfee. Mm-hmm. And sure, I've had they, John on the show. I had John on the show. Yeah, John Years McAfee. Ago. Mm-hmm. This, he, he had gone and uh, Bill uh, uh, had taken over. Uh, Bill Larson had taken over, who was a real crook. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, John McAfee, yeah. it certainly wasn't the John McAfee that uh, McAfee started as. Uh, but uh, we bought a company of 12 people from Moscow. And I thought, oh, this is great. You know, we'll mm-hmm. have all these smart guys that used to be in these Russian weapons programs mm-hmm. and, and cyber hacking, and they'll figure out how to stop all these hacks. No, they were the actual guys writing the viruses so that we could sell the antivirus software at the end of the quarter, which Jeez. is the most unethical thing possible. I left <laughs> oh the company. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And, and the guy leading the charge, mm-hmm. Dmitry Alperovich. Mm-hmm. I never thought a thing about it. Uh, about it. Sixteen years later, there's a hack of the DNC, and I thought, and that's oh, the guy. 
Dmitry mm. Alperovich mm. with CrowdStrike 16 years later. I said, this is the biggest fraud. This is the same fraud he was running 16 years ago at Network Associates before, you know, before the end of the millennium. Right. And when I saw that, I said, I was a Bernie guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was a, I was a Bernie Democrat. Mm -hmm. I sued the Podesta Group as a Bernie guy, hmm. giving money to Bernie. So I completely flipped because I couldn't believe mm -hmm. that Dmitry Alperovich could possibly be involved in any kind of investigation. I thought he could be investigated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but wow. I never would think he would be a part mm -hmm. of any investigation. And now he's running the whole cyber crime. Isn't that interesting? For the FBI counterintelligence with Peter Strzok and all those guys, Andy McCabe. You just can't believe it. So this is the rotten, rotten, rotten of the rotten core. Right. That, that's what's got to go. Jeez. You know? What do you think happens? Because uh, we only have about a minute. What do you think happens uh, election time? I think they throw a bone uh, to the folks uh, uh -huh. and the Republicans get the House and it's a toss up in the Senate. Mm -hmm. uh, so Kamala can come down there and break the tie. And the reason I say is because they want to make all the election folks who went to Washington to see how their senator was going to vote. They want to make them look like deniers. Mm -hmm. They want to make them look like, you know, whatever name they want to call them, white supremacists and all mm -hmm. these other names that have nothing to do with who was there. Right. But, and but they want to say, OK, now you're okay with the election, right? Uh, yeah. Last time you thought they were all fixed, and now- Now you're up, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now that sets up 2024. See, no fraud. Yeah, yeah. oh, give yeah. me a break. That's my opinion. Okay, opinion. no, I yeah. really appreciate that. I've, I've noticed that all the counties, uh, all the counties across the country, I've investigated a lot of counties, but it seems to be the case all across the board right now is that they're having these 50% turnouts we've never had in history before. And usually in an election year, like a Trump year, you get like, you know, 25, 26% maybe of registered voters turning out. But for some reason, it's all like 50%, 100%. So they're padding those numbers a lot. And county commissioners all over the country aren't doing a darn thing about it. And it's really discouraging. So I, nothing's going to change. And we're just supposed to magically think that now they're okay, which I can see that they try to do that. But I so thank you, uh, George Webb. And of course, uh, georgewebb.substack.com. And then on Twitter, go to the real George Webb number one, right? The, the, the numeral one. The okay. Numeral one. Love it. Uh, thanks, George. Really appreciate thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Have a All right. Uh, and I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com.